In this edition of Locked On Capitals, it is the player review and profile of Nick Dowd. Let's talk about Nick next on this edition of Locked On Capitals. Locked On Capitals, your daily podcast on the Washington Capitals. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, hello and welcome into this edition of Locked on Capitals. I'm so glad you decided to join me today. As always, this podcast is free and available on all the major platforms. And I want to thank you for making this your first listen or view of the day. Yes, this podcast is also available in video form. So head on over to YouTube and check it out. And when you're on YouTube, make sure and hit the subscribe button. If you like the videos, hit the thumbs up button. It really helps grow the channel. My name is Dan Holmey. You can find me on Twitter. It's at DanCaps218. You can find the show on Twitter. It's at LockedOnCaps. So in this edition, we are going to talk about Nick Dowd, uh, plays on the fourth line for the Washington Capitals, and just the big role that he plays on this team. Generally, when you think about the fourth line, you don't think of, you know, a really great line. You think it's, you know, uh, some AHL players or it's some guys that's the, the grinding fighting line. And there's a little bit of that. They have Garnet Hathaway on that line. But in this episode, we're going to talk about Nick Dowd and his great contributions to this team. And uh, just the fourth line of Hathaway and Hagelin. But as we know, Hagelin had that eye injury. So it's going to be interesting this season as to see who is his line mate. Um is it going to be Axel Janssen Fialbi? Who is going to end up getting slotted into that position? I guess we will see. So let's just start off and talk a little bit about, about Nick Dowd and, and where does he fit in. So the key stat, and this is from uh, SB Nation, they talk about the key stat, 53.7 out of all of Washington's regular centers this season, Nick Dowd was the only one with a face-off win percentage above 50%. Coach Laviolette put a lot of trust in Dowd in the rest of the fourth line in the defensive situation, and this is a big reason why. And uh, just to start off, that is quite a stat, isn't it? Uh, to have a face-off winner um, above 50% of the time and the best percentage on your fourth line. Generally, you would think that that would be you know, t the top six, you know, one guy that would fit in that category that would be winning all those. So just a real statement uh, about that fourth line and coach Laviolette and his, and his trust in that line. So the good Nick Dowd is one heck of a defensive forward and he and the rest of the caps fourth line came up huge in the D zone this season per Nat stat trick. Dowd led the team in defensive zone stats with 365 and had the lowest offensive zone start percentage with just 20.5%. He was particularly effective in the slot, helping to clog things up and keep opponents' net front presence to a minimum. As stated above, Dowd was clearly Laviolette's favorite and most trusted faceoff man this season. This extended to the playoffs as well, as he was often matched up against Alexander Barkov at the dot. Dowd even had a few overtime starts, hitting the ice with the goal of winning the opening faceoff and then immediately heading to the bench. And sometimes that's what you need, is you need that, that player that's going to win the faceoff. And the Capitals did struggle with that a bit this season, and that's why that's where Nick Dowd comes in here. 
Um, you know, like I was talking about just a, a minute ago there, not too often do you see a fourth liner that uh, has that kind of potential. And, uh, you know, I think that, you know, that's just a tag and that's just a label that we like to put on these players. But I think that ultimately, you know, Dowd could play on a higher line. It's just that he seemed to have good chemistry uh, for the Lions share of the season with um, Hathaway um, and Higland. So, I think that it just fit in well there. In the midst of all his defensive play, Dowd also managed to set a career high in points with 24 and shots on goal with 90. Additionally, he was one goal shy of tying the career high of 11 that he set last season. And this is this upward trend. This is this upward trajectory of Dowd. I think things are only getting better with him. Um, and I think that we can expect bigger and better things from him next season. As we know, he signed that new contract. So he is going to be on the Capitals for some time. So in this article, they talk about the bad. Dowd's had a career high in penalty minutes this season with 21 in 64 games, which was fourth most of the team. For someone who spends a decent amount of time in Washington's penalty kill, this is not a good look. He increased a, a lack of discipline, uh, would probably be more palatable if he drew penalties at a comparable rate to offset his own, but that is not the case. Dowd only drew 14 penalties. Let's compare that to Capitals' two PIM leaders, Tom Wilson took 32 penalties, but drew 33. And Garnet Hathaway took 27 penalties, but drew 31. And uh, Tom Wilson and Garnet Hathaway, kind of the two sandpaper personalities on this team. And, um, you know, so that's something that he could, that Nick can work on. But, you know, all these players, you know, you take the best player in, in the NHL or any sport, they all have their weaknesses as well as their strengths. So that's just something that Nick has to work on. A top priority for Dowd for next season should be upping his in-game discipline, but he should also think about how to more effectively draw penalties too. And, you know, it's kind of a, an art if you think about it, the ability to, to kind of bait someone into a penalty and uh, some. Some of those guys are really good at it. If you think of Garnet Hathaway, he is an excellent chirper. You know, he whispers in the ear, I'm going to come and get you. And I think that it just really kind of messes with him over a, a period of time. So that's something that he could pick up and that's something that he could learn. But like I talked about, all these players, you know, in any sport have their strengths and their weaknesses. And, uh, you know, that's just something that Dowd could work on a little bit. So the discussion, could Dowd's performance improve with a change in line mates next season? How can he keep his penalty minutes to a minimum? Should he try and prioritize either taking fewer penalties or drawing more, or does he need to focus on both? And finally, what would it take for you to give Dowd a 10 next season? And, um, you know, just taking a, you know, they're in this particular article, they're rating these players and what you think of them. And, you know, if I'm going to take a look at Dowd, just based on that fact uh, that we talked about the bad, I'm going to rate him an eight. But I think that overall, I think that he is a solid player and uh, he does a great uh, job for the Capitals. Um, and I think that, you know, that's what it's about. You got to just kind of weigh the good and the bad uh, with some of these players, because I mean, you can't get a player that's perfect out there all the time. The perfect player does not exist. Uh, you know, even if you take a look at someone like Alex Ovechkin, who seems like, you know, he's got it all dialed in. He has his weaknesses. It was said that his, you know, Alex Ovechkin's defense uh, could use some work. I think that it's gotten better over the years, but uh, uh, suffices to say his defense could get better as well. So how I'm tying this into Nick Dowd, 
is that all players have their weaknesses and they all have things that they need to work on. That just happens to be one of the things that Nick needs to work on. But if you take a look at, at the stats and his upward trajectory, that's what we need to focus on. He is getting better and better. Uh, things are getting better and better. And like I said, face-off winner and also a fourth liner. You really can't ask for much more than that. And I think that Nick Dowd uh, is in a good position to do even bigger things next season. All right. So after the break, we are going to continue to talk about Nick Dowd and where does he fit into this lineup and in next season? Is it possible that, you know, he could get bumped up in the lineup? Could he be on the third line? Is it possible that he could have different line mates? We'll talk about that next. BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your betting needs. Find all your favorite sports and events at the number one online source for odds, lines, and games. Find reviews and news of every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all your sports, wagering information from live in-game betting, scores, and podcasts they have you covered. Head to BetOnline today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. BetOnline, where the game starts. All right, welcome back to this edition of Locked On Capitals. In this edition, we are talking about Nick Dowd, a player profile, and where does he fit into this team? You know, I think that he is a face-off leader. He does an excellent job on the fourth line, but is there the possibility that he could move up in the lineup? Is there a better chemistry, or should we just leave things alone? That's what we're going to talk about tonight. So let's kind of rewind the tape. So we know what Nick Dowd was this last season. Pretty good. So let's take a look back to the 2021 season when he signed the new contract. And this was a sign of faith uh, by um, the coaching staff, by Brian McClellan and the ownership that they had faith in Nick Dowd and what he did on this team. If you remember last season, Nick Dowd signed a $3.9 million contract, a three-year extension with the Washington Capitals, giving the reliable center some long-term security and a significant raise, Dowd will count $1.3 million against the salary cap each of the past three seasons, almost double his current $750,000 value. And I would definitely say that Nick Dowd is worth that and then some. And, uh, you know, this was an article from 2021 from CBS News Baltimore. They were talking about it. But if you think about it, his value, you know, a couple seasons a seasons ago was 750000 So, you know, for him to be making a couple million, considering the contributions that he brings to this team, kind of only makes sense. He's coming off a short in 2021 season in which he scored a career-high 11 goals and said he wanted to maintain the roots he has grown in the D.C. area. Obviously, a lot of things go into it, but I think that this is a great spot to play, Dowd said at the first intermission of the Capitals game Sunday night against the Penguins. I've been around a couple of other organizations, both good organizations, but this has definitely been home, and my wife loves it. We love it, and if you're a married person out there, you know it's not just about you. It's also about your significant other and the fact that his wife, uh, loves the D.C. area, is a bonus. Dowd has missed three consecutive games with a lower body injury. This is going backwards, so he has some history of injury. But let's face it, you're playing in the National Hockey League. I think that only stands to reason 
that you're going to face some injuries, right? I mean, I don't think that it's it's reasonable to think that you're going to make it through your whole career and not face uh, any injuries. But there are some players out there that seem to be kind of, you know, war horses. You take a look at John Carlson, for example, rarely is he injured. Um, so there are some players that seem a little bit immune to it. But ultimately, I don't think that's a realistic expectation. Free agency hasn't been as friendly in the last couple of years to a lot of people, Dowd said. You see some guys that don't sign big deals, and that kind of surprises you. So I think the risk assessment assessment was the biggest part of the decision-making process. Dowd scored arguably the biggest goal of his career in overtime of Game 1 of Washington's first-round series against Boston in 2021 in the first round last season. He has a, he has 79 points in 316 regular season NHL games with the Los Angeles Kings, Vancouver Canucks, and Capitals. So he has seen some different teams. And, you know, a lot of times I think that's a good thing because you can kind of gauge your progress and, and how you are as a player and how you fit into these different situations based on playing on these different teams. And I think that, you know, just being exposed to different players and different teams, you know, kind of really helps you grow as a person. I honestly feel I'm getting right into my 27, 28 years of my career, which a lot of guys, that's when they hit their peak, Dowd said. That's how I feel about my career right now, and I think I'm a young 31-year-old. I think a lot of people don't realize I'm the old guy until they see it, and they're kind of surprised by it. So yeah, I think I have a lot left to give. And, uh, you know, he is still a fairly young guy, but, you know, you take a look at the Washington Capitals and they are one of the older teams in the league. And uh, we'll talk about that in an upcoming episode is how does this team get younger? You know, you take a look at, at what the Washington Capitals did. Tom Wilson got injured, so they got Connor Brown in there. You take a look at second line center Nick uh, Backstrom. They put in Dylan Strom. So, you know, I think that what it's going to end up being is they are going to try and maintain and make their biggest push to try to win another cup, at least one more cup with the Ovechkin rock the red era, if you will. Um, because I don't think that, you know, we only have how many years left with Ovechkin. So let's kind of keep it vague and say several years west left with Alex Ovechkin. So I, I don't think that it would be prudent and I don't think it would be a good idea despite the different things I've said in this podcast. You know, I've talked to different people and, you know, you can kind of form an opinion, but if you get input from a lot of different other people, sometimes that can sway your opinion. And, you know, kind of what they were talking about is that, you know, you take a look at Nick Dowd and some of these guys, they want to keep those guys around because you don't want to go to uh, uh, tear it down and burn it down with the team with Alex Ovechkin on this team. They want to maintain and they want to to make a push you know, and if you take a look at it, if you take this team and you tear it all the way down, there's going to be some rough years. And you could say that that would be wasting some of the Alex Ovechkin years. So that's why they went out and picked up Kemper. Kemper signed a five-year deal. That's going to extend through the duration of Alex Ovechkin's career with the Washington Capitals and possibly forever. So I think that that's, that's what's going on here is that you're not going to see a total tear down to the studs until uh, probably until maybe the last part of Ovechkin's contract or until after he leaves. I think they're going to kind of keep doing uh, what they called a retooling where they just kind of try to keep the ship afloat, uh, if you will, uh, as we go forward, because that's what we want to do is we want to make the most of the Ovechkin year. In this episode, we are talking about Nick Dowd and what he does on this team. And uh, he's all, uh, he's a big uh, part of that, you know, face off winner, 
you need all these pieces firing. You take a look at TJ Oshie. It would be nice if Nick Backstrom could come back. You know, this team is pretty solid um, when they have all the pieces in, in place. But, you know, like any other team, there's COVID and there's injuries out there. So there are some things that you can't necessarily plan for. But to have a solid player on the team, uh, like a Nick Dowd, who's on the fourth line, who kind of knows his role, you know, sometimes he's going to go out and win a faceoff and head to the bench. You know, that's what we need from him. And, you know, it would be nice if you could get more production from um, other players on the team than that. But you got to go with what you got, right? All right. So after the break here, we are going to continue to talk about Nick Dowd and uh, kind of his history and his origin story. We'll talk about that next. All right, welcome back into this edition of Locked On Capitals. I'm so glad you're joining me today. In this edition, we are talking about Nick Dowd and you know his contributions to this team and where he fits in. We've learned a lot in this episode already. We, we learned about his contributions, kind of just taking a look at his stats, because sometimes it's easy to let those stats kind of go unnoticed, to learn that he was the face-off leader on this team, to know his contributions on this team. You know, it's kind of sometimes good to take a look, you know, with a magnifying glass and see who these players are. But let's kind of rewind the tape even a little bit further and take a look at Nick Dowd and his uh, playing career. So if you just take a look at him and where he started, Dowd moved to Washington to play uh, for the Wetchatasi Wild in the North American Hockey League. The following season, he played for the Indiana Ice in Indianapolis, Indiana, before joining St. Cloud State Huskies and the NCAA Men's Division National Collegiate Hockey Conference in his senior year. Dowd's outstanding play was rewarded with a selection in the inaugural 2013-14 All-NCHC First Team, as well as being a finalist for the Hobie Baker Award. He finished his career with 52 goals and 69 assists in 121 games in 155 games played. So this this guy, this Nick Dowd guy, you know, he, if you take a look back, even in his, in his um, college days was just a really solid player. And it's no surprise. He's doing a great job in the NHL on April 1st, 2014, the Los Angeles Kings of the NHL signed Dowd to an entry-level contract, assigning him to their American hockey league affiliate, Manchester Monarchs. During the 15, 16 season, he made his NHL debut on March 22nd, 2016 and played five games before returning to the Ontario Reign. He recorded his first career NHL goal the following season, October 20th, 2016, against the Dallas Stars. In the 17-18 season on December 7th, 2017, the LA Kings traded Dow to the Vancouver Canucks in exchange for Jordan Subban, who remained on the Canucks roster to play out the season, posting three goals in 40 games. As a free agent from the Canucks, Dowd agreed to a one-year $650,000 contract with the reigning Stanley Cup champions. And this is kind of what I've talked about, um, you know, in this podcast for the last couple of weeks or so is some of the new players that the Capitals got. Um, if you take a look at at um, a Borgstrom that they picked up, if you take um, a look at some of the other players that they picked up, uh, Gabriel Carlson, for example, you take a look at them and you think to yourself, where do they fit in on this team? Because if you take a look at their stats, you know, they don't always necessarily jump out at you and then they get signed at, you know, a bargain basement price. 
Um, we were talking about in the last episode, I believe Borkstrom signed a, a contract for $750,000. You know, you got to be thinking to yourself, you know, just by looking at the contract, you know, how good can this guy possibly be? Let's take a look at Dowd. When he signed his first year with the Capitals, it was $650,000. And another guy that, you know, he kind of popped in the college ranking, but when he played with the Kings and he played, you know, with the, the Kings and the Canucks, it didn't really pop out at you. It was the ability of the Washington Capitals. It was the ability of Brian McClellan and his staff to see something in Nick Dowd and say, we want some of that on this team and take a look at him now. He had that new contract last year, now a millionaire making the big bucks. And I think it's worth it. Dowd played on the Capitals fourth line with Hathaway and Hagelin throughout the 20 and 21 season on November 14th, 2021. Dowd signed a three year, $3.9 million contract extension. And that's what I'm talking about. I think, could that be the future for some of these other players? Could this be the future for Borgstrom? Could this be the future for uh, Gabriel um, uh, Carlson on this team? You know, a bunch, you know, amongst some of the other players, it's the ability of McClellan and his staff to kind of find these diamonds in the rough and, uh, you know, uh, take a look at, at the Capitals. You know, he's the face-off leader of the team. Where would the Washington Capitals have been last season if he wasn't on the team? You know, it's not those guys aren't just plug and play and easy to to plug into the lineup. So just a really solid move for the Capitals to see a potential in a player, you know, that's not a marquee name. You know, it's not like they went out and signed Nazem Kadri. It's not like they went out and signed Johnny Goudreau. It's some of these depth players, these fourth line players that play such an integral role on this team. And uh, so sometimes when you hear these signings that don't necessarily, you know, sometimes you have to look up who these players are. I mean, let's be honest. How many, how many people listening to this podcast knew who Borgstrom was before the Capitals or Gabriel Carlson? Probably not a lot, but you know, who knows where they'll end up in this team. If you take a look at the likes of what the Capitals have done with a Conley over the last couple of years or with a Kempney when he first came to the Capitals, it's, it's the ability to see the diamonds in the rough. And that's what, you know, a lot of these scouts and a lot of these guys that are working for Mac, that's what they do is they take a look at potential. They see how much they're worth. They see which ones are free agents. And if they're obtainable, and that's the true skill set there is to find those diamonds in the rough. And the Capitals are that much better for having Nick Dowd on the team. Because like, like I talked about, where would this Capitals team be if they didn't have that face-off winner out there? It would be tough sledding for sure. Thank you for making Locked On Capitals your first listen every day. Now make your second listen, Locked On NHL. Locked On Experts give you a daily 30-minute podcast on all things NHL all year long. Stay up to date on everything in the world of hockey. Locked On NHL, your daily 30-minute NHL podcast. So once again, thank you for joining me on this edition of Locked On Capitals, and I'll talk to you next time.